When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Shamai, hello and welcome to this podcast. I'm your host, Sam Cook. In this podcast, we'll be hearing from some of this country's biggest stars. From where they got their big break, the struggles that they may have faced along the way. In this week's episode, we'll be putting actor Dino Fetcher in the spotlight. Hello, Dino. How are you? Hey, I'm good, Sam. I'm good, thanks. The sun is shining. Sam has arrived in London. I'm feeling good. How are you? I'm not too bad. We are also getting the sun in Cardiff. Nice. Um, you were actually Rarity. born in Cardiff, weren't you? Born and raised in Cardiff, that's right, yeah. And how, how often do you come back here? So not as often as I'd like, but my mum's there, my dad and stepmom are there. All my siblings have left, so I try to come back like once a month or so for a weekend. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I love Cardiff. What would you say your fondest memories of living here were? Oh, God. Well, I was born and raised there, so I have so many formative memories. But I guess some of my favorite memories would be what in relation to what I do. I started acting um, in the Sherman Youth Theatre in Cardiff. So that was some of my most fondest memories, the first kind of proper play I did. And I adored that. Um, My several various jobs I've had in Cardiff. I worked several. I worked well in in Subway. That wasn't actually in Cardiff, but in Bridgend. I worked um, in Vodka Revolution. I worked in Pulse nightclub. So I've had various different jobs throughout the city. Match days in Cardiff are great. When Wales is playing, I remember Wales won the Grand Slam. What year was that? Do you remember that year? I remember the year, but you're asking yeah. the wrong person as to, as, <laughs> yeah. to, as to what year so, it was. I speak like I'm an avid rugby. I do. I always watch when rugby, when Wales are playing, but I don't generally know 100 percent what's going on. But I'm game days there. are mainly good for the drinks, aren't they? Let's be honest. Yeah. The whole city is just, especially if we've won. The vibe that day was just so lush, and unlike football, like there was all the English supporters were there, but it wasn't Aggie. You know, we were all hugging each other. Some of my memories for you there in Cardiff. I don't think I'm sure that there'll be loads of others, but. And speaking about, um, you said you trained at the Sherman Theatre. Did yeah. you always know that you wanted to be an actor? Um, it's, it's weird. When it was like, it was never like, it was something I just did because I was a very hyperactive ADHD child. And I think my mum, I would just watch films on repeat and then recreate them in my lounge and teach and do little shows for my friends in the street. I would bully my cousins into doing shows. So my mum noticed and put me into the Sherman and I just loved it and I was doing it always. It's just, it was something that always just felt very natural to me. I felt very at home in the theatre. And then as I got older, it was something I started to articulate that I wanted to do. I, from very young, it was always what I said I wanted to do. And then I kind of, when I got to my teenage years, I was just very insecure and I was confused about my sexuality. And I was a teenager. I suddenly had this sense of don't look at me and I stopped acting for a few years 
But then thankfully, thanks to my mum, I managed to come back to it when I was a bit older. And it's sort of a notoriously difficult industry to get into. And you hear a lot of actors having setbacks. And did you experience that yourself? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I've been really fortunate and I've worked a lot in theatre and on screen. Um, And if you look at my CV, you know, it looks like I've worked back to back or like people from my drama school just will come up to me and and give me lovely compliments or say, oh, congratulations, you've been working so much. But the truth is what you see on paper, you don't see the stuff in between. And I've definitely had chunks of time where I haven't had any work. I've also had massive rejections and you come like to the final two for something huge. And it's really challenging. And it's something that is it's quite, it can be quite exhausting, but I'm fortunate in that it's been the only thing I've ever wanted to do. Like when I finished my A-levels, I hadn't acted, I hadn't done any kind of theatre since I was like 15. I asked myself, I went to Cardiff and I was living in the centre of Cardiff. I was kind of figuring out who I was because I came out when I was 17. And I kept kind of reassessing, being like, what, what is it I want to do? And I kind of talked myself out of being able to be an actor because I hadn't done it for GCSE. I was like, well, you can't, you haven't studied it. But it was still the only thing I've ever wanted to do. So I just was like, right, I'm going to do this. And that in itself has been a gift and it's really guided me through the storm sometimes because I've never felt like, oh, well, this isn't working out. I'm, I've got to try something else because for me, it's, it's really the only option, the only thing that really makes my kind of soul sing. So um, I've been fortunate there. But yeah, it can be hard at times, but it can also be equally brilliant. And I think with an industry like acting, there is a discouragement. I don't know how it was for your school, but I know in my school, there was a, a discouragement for drama and acting and, and that. What school did you go to in Cardiff? So I actually, I, in my teen years, I went to Rumney High, which isn't there anymore. I think we became East High. And then I went to Cowbridge, which is in the Vale. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad for a while. Um, but yeah, spot on. It was exactly the same with my school. Like GCSE, drama wasn't even an option for GCSE. It was, it was only an option for like the year or two below. Um, it was always just considered a bit wishy-washy and you can't really do anything solid with it. And my dad, bless him, who's, who's wonderful and a huge supporter of me now, it came from a place of love, but he was, you know, was never discouraging. He was like, oh, this is really great, but I think he just worries. He was like, it's really hard. Do something, you know, be a teacher and then you can teach drama and... You know, that's a wonderful thing to do, but it's just not what I wanted to do. So it was my mum, really, who is a bit of a dreamer, who just would always say, it's possible, it's possible, it's possible. And that kind of gave me a lot of strength. And you touched on coming out there. You worked on a number of different LGBT plus projects or or with that thematically. Has that been a conscious decision for you? Initially, it was something I was always quite wary of because the, the whole industry has really changed in the even in the last few years but i'd say in the last 10 years i graduated 10 years ago this summer and the kind of queer roles that there are now are just so much more nuanced complex interesting i've really stepped into a new era i think with with gay roles and it's amazing how how far we've come so initially there was always this kind of whisperings of oh, be careful not to play gay too much, you'll be pigeonholed, you'll be pigeonholed. So I had this like weird fear around it. I think it was a lot of internalised homophobia myself as well, which looking back, I realised. So I was always almost sometimes nervous about playing gay roles, but I did relish them. And now, as things have changed and the roles I'm kind of playing, 
and now that I know myself much more and I think I've dealt with a lot of my own kind of internal shame, I, I relish playing queer roles and I, and I really love that I get to bring an authenticity to it from my experience as a gay person. And um, it's something I'm really proud of. And I actually, I, I love it now. And I think it's so exciting, like I just touched on the type of roles, queer roles that there are, that they're not just, you know, the stereotypical kind of either coming out or drugs, which obviously very interesting, but there's, there's so much more nuance now. And we're exploring so much, uh, think, we're exploring so many different kind of facets of what it is to be a gay person. Or just being gay is just, a, it's just who this character happens to be, but it's not what, their whole life is, which, you know, is, is exactly the same with queer people. It doesn't define our entire existence. So, um, yeah, it's something I really cherish now. And it's something I'm really proud of as an actor to be able to do, because I remember when I was a kid, I didn't have anyone I could see myself in at all. And that's why I think I, I have very supportive parents who were amazing when I came out. There was not a word of... I was very fortunate. It was all just so supportive, and I had the I had issues with myself, and I think it's because I didn't see myself in anyone, and it took me a long time to realize, to discover, that those people were out there, but you know they just weren't in the kind of public light. So I'm really proud to be able to even be that for a few people. It's pretty amazing. Is that the reason why you think it's so important that those stories get told? I think it's. A huge part of the reason, absolutely, why we have representation for LGBTQ plus people, um, people of colour, um, people with disabilities. I think it's really important because it gives you so much strength. I remember when I first saw a, a queer character in something, before I even knew I was gay, I think it was Desperate Housewives, and the son, I think his name was Andrew, was gay in it. And I just, it's weird because I couldn't quite articulate it, but I was Googling him, trying to find out stuff about this person. I remember then, it was very different back then, but he was quite adamantly like, no, I'm straight. I remember feeling this sense of kind of like, oh, you're just so keen to find yourself. We have, as human beings, we have a huge desire to belong. And so when you see that, it can be immensely powerful. And I think, I think it's truly important that we really take care of that when, you know, in, in rooms and casting. Um, I think it's a really important thing. And it's been quite a whirlwind year for you, Dino. Uh, for a recent play, The Normal Heart, you were nominated for both an Olivier Award and a What's On Stage Award. Yeah. Would you say that getting recognised like that changes you as an actor? I wouldn't say it changes me as an actor in terms of how I work or how I operate, but it definitely, I think we all experience, you know, imposter syndrome. So I think it was definitely something, it was something that really helped me go, oh, wait, I should be at this table. I've earned this and my voice is one that, that is important to be heard. It's definitely, it's given me a lot more confidence in having opinions and um, approaching, you know, on projects, being able to say, if I think something works, or if I have an idea before, I wouldn't necessarily say that because I didn't quite believe myself enough. It's given me much more um, confidence in how I approach things and when I walk into rooms. So it, it's, it's been a real gift for that. But it's still kind of a, like a, I'm still now like, what did that happen? <laughs> what was the reaction like when you found out that you'd been nominated? 
Well, I was in the cinema at the time with my boyfriend and some mates. So my phone was on airplane mode. And I came out and my phone was like, <laughs> like it was like in full spasm. I was like, what the f-? And then um, I found out and my friends were like, okay. And I just was, I just said, I think I've been nominated for an Olivier. <laughs> and then they all kind of went crazy. My boyfriend was like, oh my God. But I was kind of just in a bit of shock. So I was quite quiet and like, and then I think I called my agent and stuff. And yeah, but it was very um, surreal for sure. I know that I feel that's cliche to say, you know, whenever anyone went to the war was nominated, they're like, I didn't expect it, but it really, it really was that. And uh, your next project, Foundation Season 2, that comes out in July. Tell yes. us whatever you can tell us. Tell us a little bit more about what's coming up in the second so, season. I'm completely sworn to secrecy by Apple, as you know. But um, yeah, it's really exciting. So I, when I got this job, I was so excited because um, I really enjoyed the first series. Um, I've never worked on something on such a kind of a, a huge, exciting scale. So that was just thrilling in itself. Um, and when I read the second series, it's really exciting because the, the first series is wonderful and detailed, but it's, a lot of it is kind of setting up the world and stuff. So there's, I, I felt there's some the parts of it that move a little bit slower to get us there. But this series, the writers have really found their way with it and the characters. So it's just so, it's exciting. It keeps twisting and turning. There's so much that happens. Um, it's all on a bigger scale. Um, yeah, it's 150 years on from the end of the first series and the foundation basically are up against a brand new, even bigger crisis, as they're called in the books. Um, and it's that. So it's, it's really cool. And aside from that, you're also working on another project, which is uh, Fool Me Once. Now, just looking at the cast, we've, you know, Joanna Lumley, Michelle Keegan, Richard Armitage. What's it like to be playing with the, the big guns like that? Oh, it's, ama- it's amazing. It's so much fun. And I always learn so much. I'm, I feel really fortunate in that, in the fact that I've got to work with such incredible actors throughout my career, you know, um, Indira Varma, who's now a dear friend of mine and I adore. I learned so much from her. Um, I, uh, Catherine Parkinson on Humans, I learned so much from her. Ben Daniels, Liz Carr, um, Adil on this. I probably missed loads of people, but I, I've, I've worked with some incredible people. And it's such a gift because you're playing opposite them, taking so much in and um, learning so much. So it, it's, it's really great, but it, it, it's just really fun. Ultimately, they're, they're, they're the big dogs because they're so wonderful and they work so hard and because they're bloody talented as well. But they, they just they're so generous when you when you're working with them. So it's, it's always a joy. And you've also worked on a, a number of occasions with Russell T. Davis, which yes. who, who is literally one of Wales's best writers, if not the best writer in Wales. Um, what was that whole experience like? Oh, I have so much love for Russell. He holds a very dear place in my heart. He's been like a mentor to me for years. So um, obviously we're both Welsh. And when we started working together, we just got on like a house on fire from the off. How he operates, how he holds a production is truly unique. He's so involved and takes care of every detail with such precision and clarity and imagination. Um, That's just such a gift for you as an actor. Um, So, yeah, I admire him so much and he's like one of my heroes. So the fact that I get to call him a friend and a collaborator is mind-blowing. And Russell's just returned to Doctor Who. Um, yeah. Would you like to be involved somehow? 
oh, I would love to be involved somehow, yeah. So I'm hoping one day in the future that can happen. But that would be a dream. So when I before I, because like I said, I didn't do uh, drama, GCSE or A-level. So when I was um, did all my plethora of jobs in Cardiff, I still had this burning desire to be an actor. So I was like, I'm going to, I want to be on a set. So I, I did some essay work, some supporting artist work, like extra work. And I was an extra in Doctor Who. And it was a real moment of like, yeah, okay, I have to find a way to do this. It's just, I just, I just knew. And um, years later, it was so funny because um, obviously I was an extra in it. Russell like recognized me from, cause he's that involved. He was like, yes, you were in this episode and we chatted about it. Um, so I really, that would be a dream if that were able to come into fruition because it would be a real full circle moment for me. What did your day consist of when you were at an SA? What, what were you doing on set that day? How come it had such an impact on you? So it was, it was the episode, I can't remember the episode exactly now, but it was David Tennant and Catherine um, Tate. And um, it, was, well, it was like in a school under the, the headmaster of the school had designed like a satna that gassed everyone. Doing a gas the world, and I was, I was like a super genius student. We all wore red hoodies. It was just so fun. I just remember the energy of being around director and DOP and everything that was going on, watching actors be in front of the camera. It was just like a clarity moment of like, yeah, I have to find a way to this. Um, and I met Catherine Tate. I actually had an interview for BBC Five Live the other day, and she was interviewing me along um, with the host. And I told her that story. So when, when I was walking, I was only like 18. And she, we made eye contact and she went, hello. And I just, I replied, oh my God. <laughs> Which is like the uncoolest thing you can ever say. I told her that story and we had a laugh about it. But yeah, it was a really special, um, that was a special experience for me. So, so getting to actually act in Doctor Who would be pretty amazing. And I, I just think it'd be so much fun. And especially with Russell doing it. Well, Dino, um fingers crossed that happens in the future um i wish you all the best with whatever you've got coming up next you sounds like you've got some fantastic projects coming out and uh, from all of us at wales online deal well thanks for having me deal we hope you've enjoyed this episode of in the spotlight for more tv and showbiz news subscribe to our newsletter on walesonline.co.uk